Hello and welcome back to The Daily Royal, a podcast that covers the daily events of all the European royal families. Today, we're going to be talking about all the events from Saturday, July 18th to today, Monday, July 20th of 2020. And we are going to get started today with the Belgian royal family. Belgium. It is the National Day Eve, um, which apparently is like a big deal in Belgium. I was very surprised at how many things happened today um, for a national day that is tomorrow. Um, But uh, the first thing that happened in regards to the royal family, at least, is that King Philippe um, and the Belgian royal household released the National Day speech, um, which really was primarily focused on the pandemic, as I would have expected it to be. Um, he spoke about the um, the actual crisis, as well as the consequences that COVID is having on Belgium and the Belgium people, including job losses, Um and just general fear and anxiety that we are all experiencing, um, as well as some of the cracks in the system that COVID has brought to the surface, um, where needs are not being met fully enough to be, um, dealt with in the pandemic. So he spoke a lot about homelessness as well as the elderly who, um, you know, have had to be isolated this whole time and elderly people should not be isolated. No one should, um, but specifically older people. Um, and then he also talked about the need to form a quote, strong, resolute government. Um, so pre- coronavirus, Belgium was struggling to form a government. Um, They have several political parties and no one had a majority. So coalitions were trying to be formed and no one could come to a compromise. So they were functioning kind of without a government, um, which is always hard. Um, but especially in a pandemic, you need a government. So there was a government sworn in. It was temporary. Um, and that is the prime minister, Sophie Wilms, and the cabinet that she has chosen. It is a temporary government. It was never meant to be permanent. Um, and so it seems as though that is coming to an end and the formation of a strong government will be on the forefront of the Belgian people's lives, I would assume, for the next little bit. Um, So on that note, Philippe also held a meeting today with um, the heads of two of the biggest political parties um, to give them the go-ahead for trying to form a coalition and compromise government um, to hopefully be able to bring the country together um, in a post-coronavirus world, or new normal at least. 
Um, and so that was Philippe's day. I also mentioned a few days back that there was a cryptic, like, Facebook social media post um, with a, who I now know as a famed Belgian DJ, um, and King Philippe, and they were, like, walking through the royal palace, and so what I found out today, that video has been completely released, and it was the coolest thing, um, where this DJ, um, got to play a set, um, or I don't know, that's what I'm calling it, I don't know if that's a set, um, on the roof of the Royal Palace, which was so cool. Um, so I haven't watched the whole thing, but I have watched a little bit of it and it's so cool. So the DJ was Lost Frequencies, um, and it was just really great. Um, it was set to a virtual tour of the palace. So you got to like, quote unquote, walk through the rooms while this amazing music is playing in the background. It was just a really fun way to do something different for National Day that has to be different because of coronavirus. Um, So we'll talk more about all the National Day events that are happening tomorrow. Um, It does look to be a full day, which is pretty exciting. Um, And so we'll talk more about all of that in tomorrow's episode. Um, But that is the stuff that was going on today in the Belgian royal family. And now we are going to go ahead and move on to the British royals. Saturday, uh, the Duke of Cambridge visited a drop-in center for the homeless in a city called Peterborough, um, just to hear how the center has been coping with the pandemic. Um, and look, this is not the big event. This is what happened. This is the information I have. But the big event is obviously, if you are a royal watcher and listen to this podcast, then you know that Princess Beatrice, who is the daughter of, um... Andrew and Sarah Ferguson uh, married on Friday morning in a private ceremony uh, at the at a chapel in Windsor, um, and so the ceremony was attended by Queen Elizabeth and Prince Philip, um, and they ended up the family released pictures um, in time for the Sunday papers in the UK. Um, so they were released late Saturday night. Um, and part of the reason for this is the British Royal family really wanted to focus Friday's events on Captain Sir Tom Moore. Um, and so the, the family chose not to release these pictures, um, of Princess Beatrice and her husband, Eduardo Mapelli Mazzi, who is from Italy. Um, and so the family released those pictures on Saturday and they were amazing. They're beautiful pictures, but what was great and what has been captivating the story and the attention is that Beatrice wore a vintage dress of her grandmother's Queen Elizabeth that was designed by Norman Hartwell, um, who was like the royal dresser. Um, and it's this beautiful dress 
And then she also, Beatrice also wore the Queen Mary fringe tiara, which is the tiara that Queen Elizabeth wore on her wedding day. So those two things are just amazing um, little pieces of history. And I think it's just a perfect um, choice for this wedding. Um, and so the, the privateness is obviously it was a very small ceremony due to the pandemic. Um, but it was great that she was able to have her grandparents there who are 99 and 94. Um, and so it was great for that all to be happening. Um, and then, so Royal wedding, very exciting. I'm a little disappointed that we didn't get to see more, but look, that's coronavirus times, right? I'm, I mean, it's hard to be like upset about that because the, the final results are amazing. Um, and I'm very happy with them. So that is the big event for the British Royal family, um, over the weekend. And that really happened Friday morning. Um, but I knew more by Saturday. So that's why it's in today's episode. Um, and so then today on Monday, the Prince of Wales and Duchess of Cornwall started their annual visit to Devon and Cornwall, where they, um, started their day by touring uh, Tintagel Castle, um, which they were there to officially open the footbridge, which spans over a 190-foot gorge. Um, And so the pictures of this area are so amazingly beautiful. Like, countryside, there's a river, ocean thing, water. There's a body of water that's just, like, green and pretty. The land is green. Um, It's just so beautiful. And um, so so glad that they did this to open their pic to open um this footbridge purely so i can see the pictures um and then also this is part of their like i said an annual visit um so they will be there probably for the majority of the week having different kinds of engagements every day um so that's fantastic and then later in the afternoon camilla visited the cornwall air ambulance base um so camilla is uh, the patron of the Cornwall Air Ambulance Trust. Um, And at the base, there's actually a new helicopter that was launched recently named the Duchess of Cornwall. So she got to tour that and um, see that and talk with the staff and the air ambulance staff and all of that good stuff. So fantastic. Um, Very excited to see the rest of this annual visit play out over the week. Um, But for now, that is what was going on with the British Royals. So we are going to move on to Denmark. Saturday, we had some new official or some new pictures released from the Crown Prince family um, while they are still on their summer vacation at Groston Castle. Um, 
so the pictures were like a, a large family picture, um, a individual picture of Christian and Isabella. Isabella is with the family dog, whose name I think is Maggie. Um, I don't know, but she's an Australian Shepherd and she is adorable. Um, and I think I love the dog almost as much as I love the Royals, to be fair. Um, and then the last picture was a picture of Frederick and Mary sitting together on the steps. Um, and just, again, really cute photos. I'm really, um, I'm really glad that they're sharing some pictures from their holiday, um, because it's been a long time since they've had an official engagement, so it's very nice to see pictures kind of once a week um, is about how often that's been happening. Um, and so it's just really good for that to happen and to see. Um, and so that is what was going on in Denmark. Nothing too exciting. And now we're going to move on to Norway. July 20th is Crown Prince Akun's 47th birthday. Um, and so to mark the occasion, there was a, um, I don't know if it's an official family photo session, but there were several new pictures released of Crown Prince Akun and his entire family, um, including pictures with the dogs. I'm here for the dog content, really, let's be honest. Um, and these pictures are up on, um, the website, thedailyroyal.com, and you can also check them out on the Instagram page, Daily Royal Pod, um, where you can see all of these fun pictures. Um, but it was just a really great way to see the family again on summer vacation and to celebrate um, Akun's 47th birthday. Um, and so one of these pictures is was released as his like new official picture. Um, so that is fantastic, and that is what was going on in Norway. Um, so now we are going to move on to Spain. time in a while we have a weekend event for the Spanish royal family. Uh, King Felipe and Queen Letizia actually went to a movie um, and the reason I'm even talking about this um, is because Casa Real or the royal household actually released these pictures. Um, so if it were more of a private thing I don't know if I would talk about it. Um, maybe. I don't know. But they went to the movie theater, um, which is apparently a commitment they made on a video call um, that they had during their confinement period that they would um, definitely go and support the Spanish film and industry. Um, 
to because <laughs> oh gosh this is so sad um so apparently 2019 for the spanish film industry was the best year that they have ever had in 2020 given covid and spain's confinement period um is going to be their worst so they are going to very much struggle in the next few years recovering from 2020 um Hopefully 2019 was well enough that they um, have been able to save some reserves. Um, and so there's no way, no one knows what movie Felipe and Letizia went to see. I have been, I cracked up when I saw this. I think I was a little sleep deprived, but I started laughing because I'm like, who has their date nights published in the world? But I guess if you're a king and a queen, sometimes that happens. Um, but again, great to see them supporting. This is something that um, Felipe and Letizia do. They go to the movies. Like, this is their standard date night. So it was really great to have that, like, return to normal one for them, but just to, like, see that they are supporting um, the same things that they supported before all of this crazy stuff happened. Um, and by crazy stuff, I mostly mean the pandemic. Um, and so that was Saturday night. And today, you guys, this is going to be the tough one to talk about. Um, because it's super political and I'm going to try not to politicize it too much. Um, but today, Felipe and Letizia continued their tour of autonomous communities. We have four left after today's. Um, but today, they visited the community of Catalonia, um, which is the um, community that it, Barcelona is the capital of. Um, and so there's a couple things at play. Okay, so due to COVID... Barcelona is having an incredibly intense surge of cases again. Um, I would assume part of this is because of tourism, um, but the residents and Barcelona have been told that it is best to stay inside again. Um, they are not in an official confinement, but they have been told to stay inside um, as best practice. So, originally on the schedule today, Felipe and Letizia were supposed to um, go to Tarragona and to Barcelona. They were not able to go to Barcelona because of this. Um, and so they did go to Tarragona, where they visited a monastery that houses um, a lot of history from the Kingdom of Aragon, um, which we have also talked about when they visited the autonomous community of Aragon. Um, but this monastery holds um, a lot of history in it. Um, it is a great tourist location. Um and so they were able to visit that and take a tour um, and do all of that. But that is the only thing that they were able to do today in Catalonia. And <laughs> this is the other difficult part of the conversation. Um, there was no, like, in all of these other visits, there have been people allowed to, like, wave 
and greet Felipe and Letizia and thank them for being there in like mass crowds. Um, that is not the case in Catalonia. So this uh, community, Catalonia, has a very complicated relationship with not only the monarchy, but also with the country of Spain. Um, that is very long and hard to explain, um, but a good portion of them strongly dislike the fact that they are part of Spain um, and that they have a monarch as they have Felipe as their monarch. Um, And so there were a lot of protests today in Catalonia um, some not great things that went down. Um, and so there was nobody outside of the monastery for or against the monarchy. Um, they were kind of, you can see in some pictures, I've seen in some pictures because I've looked, I don't actually have any of these pictures on the website because Casa Real did not release any of these pictures for obvious reasons. Um, but there are pictures out there of like where the protesters were, um, as well as the counter protesters in relation to where the monastery was. And it's a pretty good distance. Um, so Felipe and Letizia were very safe, um, but it wasn't a typical, it wasn't like all the other community visits that we've been seeing. Um, it was a little different. It was very short. I mean, it was over... It started at, like, noon, and I think it was over by 1.32 o'clock. It's a very short visit. Um, typically, these autonomous community visits have been all-day things. Um, but for safety reasons, both physical and health safety, because, um, like I said, Barcelona is um, unfortunately really experiencing a surge in coronavirus, um, they just, they toured the monastery, they did what they needed to do, and then they went home. Um, and so that was the day for the Spanish royals. I, in another life, I would love to talk more about this Catalonia situation, and maybe I will on a different day. Um, but today is, is not. Um, I do... I do like talking about the situation, but I try very hard not to make this podcast political, but I'll, but to give just context on what is happening. Um, so, you know, we'll see. I think the Catalonia thing is important to talk about, but we'll talk about that when we have to talk about some of the other controversies, maybe, because that day is coming, I'm sure. Um And so that was the day in Spain, and that is the end of this podcast, as there was nothing going on in Sweden. Um, So I will talk to you guys all tomorrow with a rundown of all the events, including stuff from Belgium's National Day, as well as the seventh anniversary of King Philippe's reign. Um, So we'll talk all about that stuff tomorrow. Um, But until then, have a great day, and I'll talk to you then. Bye.